Thank you for joining us for this week's 908 message. 908 is a contemporary, student-led ministry based out of Concordia St. Paul. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you join us some Wednesday night and are blessed through the words of our speaker. circumcision and uncircumcision and proving your 
yourselves based on your piety and your good works. Um, that's not what this is about. Just to give you a little bit of, of context there. And so we're just going to kick off and um, write a verse on Galatians 5 where it says this. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Listen, I call to tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God, like we talked about, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. If this is where your hope is, then you don't need to believe Jesus. That's what he's saying. I'll say it again. If you're trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. For if you're trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. Paul's saying, okay, have it your way. If you want to work so hard to prove yourself right before God on your own, good luck. It's not going to happen. And basically you're spitting on everything that Jesus has already done. Paul, I don't know. He just gets right after it, right? Like he doesn't pull any punches. He's saying, this is what you're doing. You're cutting yourself off from Jesus if you were in it on your own works. Wow. Talk about a gut punch. And he continues on to say, but we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised to us. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. Okay, so that kind of sets the stage. Christ has truly set us free. We start right there in 2018. You have truly been set free by Christ. Stop working so hard. Stop freaking out. Stop striving so hard to prove yourself right before him to make up for all the things you did in 2017 or even before. This is good news. So I just got back a few days from Nicaragua. to display so when everybody in the village is going to the park for the evening 
Why are we insistent on time? 
and we are invited to move forward in freedom. So we have freedom from, from the past, from all those, but you don't know, Shelley, what I did. I don't need to know. But you don't know how this person hurt me. I'm sure. I believe it. All those things were carried to the cross, so you don't have to carry them any longer. Let's move on to the next uh, couple of verses. Verse 13. For you've been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in one commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out, or you are destroying one another. Um, sorry, I just lost my spot for a second. We're called to live in freedom. I love this verse because so often uh, when we hear the word freedom, what do we think of? America, yeah. Or what else? I can do whatever I want. We got free time and uh, the freedom to travel or whatever. That you're not tied down. You can do whatever you want. Well, it's kind of saying that you don't have to do anything else to earn the favor of the Lord. But now that you don't have to do anything, here's what you get to do. Use your freedom to bless someone else, to love someone else, to serve someone else. I hear, so I am uh, not married, I'm 31, and a lot of people think like, oh yeah, you're living a little life. Like, you don't have, you're not tied down, like you have all this freedom, you can just travel, or spend your money however you want to. Well, there's some truth to that. Man, and I will say this, as a person in that situation, what a waste. If I'm spending all that time and all those resources on myself, what a waste. God has given us community something much larger than us. He made you free for you because he loves you, he died for you, he chose you, but also so that you would be the gift of grace to those around you. Um, and so we're going to continue on um, a couple more. Oops, I don't know why I did that. There we go. A couple more verses here. So now what? Now that we're set free, how do we step forward into the future? If we're set free for the future as well, we're invited to let the Holy Spirit guide our lives, as it says in the first verse. Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing just what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do what's evil, which is the opposite of what the Spirit wants. There's two opposing uh, forces in us and around us. Two forces are constantly fighting each other. But when you're directed by the Spirit, you're not under the obligation of the law of Moses. There's a new Spirit that has been put in you. So then it goes to talk about the old 
pretty convicting word, huh? Find anything in that list that you resonate with that sounds maybe a little bit too much like you? Yikes. This is a question I want you to sit with tonight. Who or what? As you've been made free, as you've been made free by Christ, who or what is calling the shots in your heart? Who or what is calling the shots in your heart? We know that there is there is tension, there is competition for our hearts. The devil doesn't want to give up control. Um, and so I just jotted down a bunch of possibilities. What are the things that take up your brain space? The things that you think about, the things that you um, do without even realizing it. The device that's in your hand and has your eyes and your attention and hours go by. How often do we find ourselves under the grips of these various things? Not all the bad things, but things that know or that need their proper place, right? When we are subjecting ourselves to the spirit of our sinful desires, everything else gets out of whack, out of whack completely. Those chains that were broken off of us, we're grabbing them and putting back on. And it looks like all of these things. These are the things that are in our backpacks as we step into 2018, right? I think about how often um, I like to justify my own pet sins, right? Can you relate to that? Like, oh, well, it's not that bad. Or, um, you know, I'm only like a little bit addicted to Netflix. I mean, there could be way worse things I could be addicted to that would be way more of a problem. Um, or, you know, it's fine if I vent to my friend about this and break the reputation of other people. Like, everybody does it, right? Or, how about this? I'm in college. I'm supposed to have a crazy time for a while. Ever heard of that? <laughs> I want to say this. When asking who or what is calling the shots in your heart, I want to say this. There is a reason why God is good at his job. There is a reason why God gave us the Ten Commandments. Um, some of our professors prefer to call them the Ten Words because it's really more than like God coming to Mount Sinai and saying, He's saying, I made you. I know you inside and out, and this is how you're best going to live together and work together. I know that um, 
deeper and further and further away from me. To be more broken, to break your relationships, to destroy your self-esteem, to paralyze you into fear and worry and destruction so that the kingdom of God cannot be blessed by your gifts. That's the enemy's goal. That's the reality. But there's another reality. Jesus is a great king of our hearts. The thing is, we were made to worship. Like, we're going to do it. Or something about humans, we're going to pick something and submit to it. That's just how we roll. Whether that be um, your reputation, your approval, like seeking approval of other people, whether that be a romantic relationship, whether that be uh, your job and your career and achieving success, we submit to something without even realizing it most of the time. The only one who is worthy and trustworthy for that position to be the king of our heart, to sit on the throne of our heart, is Jesus. He's the only one. He's the only one who's going to bring more freedom instead of more bondage. There are times where I think we um, try to compartmentalize our lives. Well, I mean, Jesus, you can have my Sunday, I mean, like Wednesday night, that's cool, and maybe sometimes on Saturday morning. Um, but like the rest of it, I'm just going to be a normal person. I'm going to be a college student, I'm going to live it up. And I will offer to you that says to me you're not free. Um, this, this next passage, I just want to point out, there, this new spirit in us, the Holy Spirit, produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Not all the other junk. But when we've been set free by Jesus, when we have that promise of the Holy Spirit from our baptism, it's working in us, producing love and joy, peace, even in the midst of crazy things, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, because this is good for us. It's good for Others, how we serve others. 24 and 25 are just so powerful. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. Jesus did the work. And since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. I want to challenge you tonight, this week, this semester, maybe in our prayer time this evening, to really ask that gut question. Who is the king of my heart? Who's calling the shots? Who has control of where am I addicted or um, falling weak to? 
those things. You're set free from it. You have freedom. It is given to you. Every piece of baggage, every bad decision, every broken relationship, every piece of unforgiveness and bitterness and grudge that you're harboring in yourself that you justified as okay, God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Go in peace.